0: Welcome back everybody. We're on with a multi-talented and wonderful Lily Rose Moran to talk about acting, talk about the show that she's on billions right now, uh, poodles and uh, all sorts of mixes and uh, Harry Potter questions thrown in. So first of all, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it, Lily.
1: Thanks for having me. Giving me yeah. something to do in quarantine. It's my a reason to put real clothing on.
0: Yeah, it's all of us. I mean, this this little uh, thing that I did just for shaving is for the show. Otherwise, you know, I'm going to keep it even more messy. So uh, thank oh, you.
1: Yeah, this is like my once a week reason to put, um you know, makeup on, do my hair. Normally, I'm in jeans, like what you can't see, but this is a very rare occasion nowadays. But it feels good. It feels like, you know, being a normal person.
0: Yeah, talking to people, you know, being out with people. <laughs> I get it. Um, Okay. So, and then first of all, before we continue with any questions, uh, I wanted to uh, congratulate you and Stuart on your wedding. It's awesome. Thank you. you Thank you. Thank you. But uh, you had a very 2020 uh, kind of uh, style of a wedding. So congratulations. And I hope that, you know, when you look back on 2020, uh, that'll be what you remember and not any of the other, you know, crap that's going on right now.
1: Thank you so much yeah that means a lot to us yeah we we um you know if if you've ever planned a wedding you know that it takes years of of yes so i i mean how long have you been married
0: uh we had our 20 year anniversary uh last year so oh my uh, god
1: yeah mazel yeah. tov
0: Congratu- congratulations congratulations <laughs> and uh for for me uh, congratulations came out of the it's like um, I am a native Russian speaker, you know, English. I have some Yiddish uh, thrown in there. Uh there is a little bit of Spanish, so when somebody says something else, it's like, okay, I have to reconfigure for a second and, and come up.
1: That's so, awesome. That's a that's bye a bye good problem to have. Thank good very- good skill. But yeah. um yeah, you know, planning a wedding is crazy and a long process and it takes a lot of time and money and politics because the families all need to get involved and everything and um, you know, we spent like almost two years planning what, you know, our perfect wedding or whatever. And then COVID happened and we had to adjust and we had a really nice socially distanced 10 minute ceremony in the park by our apartment. And, you know, we'll we'll get to celebrate with our family and friends later, Yeah, but we're married and that's that. <laughs>
0: It's it's all that matters. I turned 45 uh, in April, and you know I was planning a party. Nothing like the wedding, obviously, but I was planning a little party. People were yeah. from uh, kind of uh, you know different places, uh, Michigan and uh, New York and so on. Uh, and then uh, nothing. So, but what ended up happening was that my wife uh, and my daughter and my son they actually ended up um, kind of creating a video where they asked a lot of my friends and relatives to create little video wishes and then they put it together into one video and they presented it to me. I have to say that regardless of, you know, COVID times or not COVID times, that present was the best present I've ever gotten. Um, that
1: sounds I, so nice. Happy belated.
0: Thank you so much. I appreciate that. So it's, you never know, like these types of things, um, that the way that it works out is is usually for a, um, for a reason that's going to be helpful to you down the road. So yeah, Having to readjust and you having to kind of reset expectations and do it the way that you could is probably going to be a very special and a very important uh, thing for you in the future.
1: I, I think yes, yes to everything you're saying. <laughs> okay.
0: All right, let's uh, let's draw dive into acting since this is the love of acting uh, uh, series. Um, I know you as Peach on on uh, Billions, which is my second favorite TV drama of all time. Um, it's it's amazing I I'm it's amazing billions is is I don't even have words to properly describe it uh, I, I love intellectual shows that you don't have to worry about somebody getting shot every second and getting PTSD like I do with yeah. a lot of the other incredible shows and I can just sit watch then think about it over and over afterwards it's incredible performances it's it's superior writing I I just the only show that I put above that and only slightly is the West Wing, which um, I, yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of speechless on, on both of those. Um, so I know you, as Peach on Billions, saw you in uh, in episode four uh, yesterday. I was watching it, actually. Um, so on this type of a show, when you are working with these incredible people and this superior writing, um, what is it like? uh to be with that high caliber of a production um
1: it's amazing uh, i'm i'm not it's it's so inspiring to be around these people that are so talented and i've you know obviously looked up to them in in my career and in my aspirations and and um you, you know but it's also as amazing as it is it's also um you know, it kind of makes acting feel, you know, like less of like this dream or this like crazy, like, oh, it's in the spotlight. And like, oh, these people are successful. And like, that's, you know, where you want to go. Like, when you're there, and you're working, you realize that like, everyone is there to do their job. And they're all they all have the same passions that you do. And they want, you know, to just have an outlet for their creativity and everything. Like, everyone on the show is just so professional. There's no you know, diva attitudes or anything like that. It's just, it's really incredible to be around and to see these people, you know, perform, get to, you know, getting to be on set when they're performing and stuff is inspiring. And it's also, you know, like, oh, like I can do this. Like, you know, all of us, we can do this. We're here, you know, we, it's, uh, it's, it's great.
0: And that's, that's actually great to hear um, because, you know, I'm an up and coming actor. Uh, I don't even have a co-star, you know, role to my name as of yet. Um, so I haven't been in, uh, in any of these environments uh, working with that uh, caliber of production or people. But it's always that question of, you know, I think I have it and I've done it. So I feel like I have it. But when you get to the level, you actually have it. So knowing and hearing that from you is is helpful. It's helpful to me. I'm sure it's helpful to a lot of us who are, you know, coming up uh, the ranks. It's great to hear. Yeah.
1: You know, and I think also there's something about just being on a on a professional set, you know, not like I said, with that much money behind it, that you um, it makes you more comfortable on the set. And being there every day and just seeing Mm -hmm. it, it becomes, you know, like when you're working on your audition technique or whatever and you're, you know, doing on camera stuff like you just get more comfortable with it. And that's definitely, you know, the, an experience that I've had on billions just becoming more comfortable with everything. And that allows me to just be more confident in my own work outside of what I'm doing on billions. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, I got this, Mm -hmm. like I can do it. I've, I've been there in the room. I know what's going on.
0: Perfect. Yeah. It's, it's a very important step. Um, and again, you, you get to work with, um, what you know many including myself would consider to be you know some of the greatest actors of our time. You get to work with Damien Lewis, you get to work with Paul Giamatti. I don't I actually I haven't re-watched uh, every one of your scenes to see if you've actually been uh in any scenes with Paul. I know you've been with uh with Damien I know you've been with uh Maggie Sif uh with uh, uh Asia um and you certainly have uh, have some scenes with my favorite uncle and an incredible actor who I adore, David uh, Costable. So um, seeing them in their, in their world, in their craft, uh, I know you said that it makes you feel more comfortable and uh, confident in your acting abilities, but were there any specific acting things that you were able to pick up that now you're integrating into your own uh, way of acting or approaching a role?
1: Yeah, you know... All of these actors, Oh, sorry, um, this, by the way, this is Ramona, um, Hello, Ramona. and um, if she uh, sees dogs outside, she will growl at them, so sorry for the growling.
0: No, um, um, my, my buddy is downstairs, and I don't have her yeah. in the room during the interview, because it'll just be barking. Uh, yeah. so I, I get it, and That's, no problem, we love it
1: that's the nice thing about having an upstairs a downstairs i'm in a one bedroom new york city apartment so there's not a uh, much room for distancing no worries, but no. um i'm sorry the, you asked
0: the oh if the, there's anything the group, i was able
1: to incorporate
0: yeah uh kind of integrate uh watching them and their process you know how that helped you grow as an actor
1: i think the 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 biggest thing honestly is um their confidence in the way that they work. And that's something that I've struggled with as a young woman. And I I think, especially in our industry, you know, you're told like, do it this way. No, do it this way. And don't do this way. And you're always trying to like, please everyone else. And um, sometimes your own decisions can get lost in that, or at least that's the experience that I've had in my acting training and stuff. Um, And I just see all of these people come to set and they make these decisions in their performances and whatever it is. And then, you know, if a writer or a director gives them a note, there's no ego behind it. There's no, like, you were wrong about this. It was like, Hey, that was great decision. Let's try it this way. Let's do it this way. And then they take the note and they make the adjustment and move on and that's it. And it's like refreshing to see because it just like um, confirms for me that like, you know, it's, it's never been personal or anything. If somebody tells you to do something differently or anything, you know, it's like, Oh, yeah,
0: good. Yeah, because, um, thank you. That's, that's important as well. And uh, seeing that, you know, them at their caliber are doing the same thing that all of us are doing, uh, right. Doing better. And they have a lot more experience at it, but they're taking notes. They're adjusting. They're kind of searching. Yes. is very cool. Um, you've mentioned, uh, you know, acting and you've worked with a lot of people, you've trained with a lot of people. Uh, Anthony Apeson is uh, uh, somebody you train with uh, quite a bit. What is it yeah. with the approach that kind of helped you grow and expand as an actress?
1: Um, well, he is just one of the nicest human beings that I've ever met, I think. But, um, you know, he he kind of has this approach like, yes, you know, like training is great and everything that you've, you know, tried so hard to put on. And we worked, he worked a lot with me with, um, accent reduction. I'm from Long Island. And when I was auditioning for college programs, I was like, Hey, I'm here to audition. Like, you know, so, um, I needed some work with that. And, um, but he, you know, he's like, okay, great. Like take all of that. And then he's like, okay. And just like, let it out. He would have you, he'll have you read scenes from like the floor, you know, he'll just be like, okay, like, Put it in your body like let it go do you know like be you he really gets to like the root of of what you're doing rather than just like the performance if that makes any sense you know like
0: yeah it does um i think again the the best acting advice that i've ever gotten was from somebody who's not an actor at all and when i kept on <clears throat> saying well you know i'm going to try this character and i'm doing so much research and i'm creating all these backstories and everything else And she just looked at me and said, Alan, you know, and this is a friend of ours, uh, uh, Ina, uh, by the way, is her name. And she said, Alan, just be you. Watching you is interesting. And I'm like, yeah, that's it. And that being yourself and then finding yourself and parts of yourself in the character that you're going to be playing and having that marriage between the two, that becomes a much easier path as opposed to saying, "Okay, somebody completely different, um I will have to go and try to figure out what would they think and how would they react and what is what what is their body like? No, right. In and then go from there
1: yeah, yeah. I think, and you know, there are like great things in in every kind of acting teaching, right. and I think everything is worth learning from and pulling from. But right. like in my entire life, I find that, like you know, being like in the moderate section of either one, you know, like not taking anything to too extreme, just kind of, you know, being like, oh, I like this that I found from this, and I like this that I found from this teacher, and I'll keep this right here, and you keep like all those tools and, you know, mix them into you, and, and I don't oh. know, I, I think that that like gives you the most authentic version of your acting.
0: I think so too. Um, any any teacher, and it's not just about acting, but any teacher that says my method is the only method, usually it's a teacher that I go bye bye. Um, I there's no one truth, uh, and it sounds weird because truth is truth, but everybody has their own perspective of it. Everybody sees their you know uh, vision of what that truth really is, and right. is right because it works for them. But you have to find something like you've mentioned that works for you. So exactly, and let it kind of all, you know, uh, dilute into whatever it is that you know you're going to be doing at any moment. It's very cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, So again, you've uh, you've done um, you've done a lot of scenes uh, in in um, in billions. So going back to billions for a second, you've done uh, scenes. You've done scenes where you know, like the last episode, you're just walking by and you're in frame for. You know, a uh, half a second. I actually had to pause and go back. I'm like, hey, that's Peach. I see. <laughs> um, and then you've uh, you've done other scenes where it's uh, it's actually talking, and you're in there throughout. You know, uh, quite a bit of the uh, of the episode. Um, as an actress, as somebody who's already shown, um, hey, I can do this, and I'm good at this, and I, you know, I'm talking, and it's not just a little, you know, five and under uh, type of thing. Uh, and then you know, in an episode, you're barely seen walking by, um, not to, you know, get you into trouble with production, but from a purely, you know, actor psychological level, um, is it, does it ever come up with you like, oh, that's, that's all I'm doing in, in an episode? Okay, sure, I can do that. Or it's I, like, mean, I can do more. <laughs> there,
1: there's, there's both of that going on. Obviously, like, you know, on the one side I'm so grateful and so happy to have a recurring role and you know for so long I was like okay you know that was like one of my goals like okay you know booked a co-star booked a guest star like okay I'm gonna get a recurring role on something like then once I get that goal like that's it like I you know I made that goal check but I think you know at like with anything reaching that goal is never good enough because then you always want more. You always want to take it to the next level. And um, I, I am so grateful for any time that I have on billions um, or any, you know, any show, but, but yeah, obviously there's part of me. That's like, I want to be here. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah, I I think I would be, I wouldn't believe in myself if I didn't think that I, you know, could do more. That's Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's,
0: yeah. Because, um, you know, from uh, me me personally, uh, you know, I love billions. I want to be on billions. Um, and there have been many instances where, hey, you want to be an extra on billions? You can go here. I refuse to be an extra. and This is not an offense uh, to anybody who's doing extra work. Um, it's not what I want to do. And I don't want to be seen in that world because... I want to at least have an opportunity to maybe appear on billions in something that's uh, that's more. So that's kind of where that, that comes from of, hey, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, you know, yeah. can I go for that or I'm okay. And I was just, you know, looking uh, and doing some research and kind of looking at your scenes. I was thinking, if I'm in that place, would I psychologically say, okay, I can walk with, can I can I do something else? And then what would I do? I obviously would not be talking to any of the writers saying you should write something. <laughs> uh, so it was, yeah, that's where that question kind of comes from. And I guess it's just, hey, you know, come in, do your job, be, uh, be you and hopefully they do something. Um, Sarah Sabini Sarah uh, who's an actress on Empire, uh, mentioned something yesterday, which, which was awesome and when they brought in uh, forrest uh, whitaker um, onto the show and they basically told her in that show hey we're going to bring this character think of him as kind of the quincy jones and she just naturally said hmm. and that one look that one little eyebrow raise that one little natural reaction uh one of the writers noticed and said "Oh, okay and that gave her an arc because they wrote it where his character is going to be now with um, with Sarah's character who's going to have a crush on him and they wrote it you you really have no idea so it's like what do you yeah. do you're not going to talk to the writer so basically do your job and hope adam I,
1: I yeah i mean i'm more of like a keep my head down and like work yeah. hard and you know hope that things work out in my favor but you know um even even just having a few lines, you know, in an episode. It's it's more than I was doing a few years ago and if I would have told myself a few years ago like you'll be doing it, it's going to be like I would have been like, "Yes, I've made it. That's it." You know, so like it's yeah, you have to be grateful for what you get, but also just keep working hard and, you know, know that you you can do more. Yeah, and definitely not like this is me, this is what I can do. Like I know that that you know that I'm capable of more. But
0: Yeah, and so do they, because they've seen you and they know that you can do it and you're still there. So, uh, you know, it's all about them figuring out what they're going to write and what they're going to spend time because it has to move the show to where it needs to go based on the writing. So, cool. Uh, Last question of Billings, and then I want to get into other stuff that's interesting for me.
1: I actually Uh, just, you know, you mentioned about, uh, you mentioned about, like, doing extra work. And I don't know, um, you know, my process of getting on Billions was very unusual, actually. Oh, I was, um, it was like a, my manager submitted me on Actors Access, and okay. it was kind of like an open, you know, open type of call that was not just like specifically the cast director was doing it. It was like, okay, this person
0: mm-hmm.
1: is written to the, into the script as a the secretary. They have lines, you know, this season, but we're not really sure how many lines or when the lines come or whatever. And basically you'd have to be like willing to work as like background almost to be established in the office. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, they're like, okay, whatever. So I went to the first audition and the first audition, like it. so there weren't even lines written for this character. It was like, it was like, um, I mean, the it was like, hello, like I have Taylor Mason online too for you, you know, with a phone and stuff like really basic stuff that was just, um, you know, anybody who's spoken on a phone or worked in an office or, you know, like could have nailed these lines. And, um, and they're like, okay, whatever. I've got the club. booked it, obviously. And yeah. I worked for like the six or eight episodes, like, you know, almost a full season before I had my first line. So it was, it was, it was interesting. And I've never, you know, I know that's like un, an unusual thing that happens and I'm not sure if that's like unique to billions or you know each show has their own different way of going about it but yeah. everyone who i you know tell about my experience is like oh that's so interesting like yeah. i've never had an audition process like that or anything
0: yeah and i actually want to dive into that for a second but um it's there are stories right there are stories uh, from actors who uh who went and they did some extra work and then they you know, became a featured extra, and that kind of launched uh, things for them. It just
1: Megan like Fox, right?
0: Yeah, and that's like um, her story. And me personally, I just uh, I know that I've heard so many times. Yes, that happens, but it's you know one in a million type of thing. Mm-hmm. And more often than not, you appear, you're in the universe, you're in the shot and for the next year or two years. You can be there, and right. I don't take that chance. So yeah. uh, I always want to shoot uh, for where I want to go. But Definitely. getting back into your interview, I, I remember doing acting workshops and uh, I take a lot of workshops because it's interesting to kind of speak to people and get different perspectives from casting uh, directors, from acting uh, coaches. And one of the workshops, the scene that they were, uh, that they were uh, doing is a secretary answering the, uh, uh, the phone. And mm-hmm. they before I get into kind of some of the stuff that they were talking about, I want to hear from your perspective when you were doing it. Did you come up with any backstory? Did you have any buttons? Uh, And by buttons, we're talking about acting buttons, not a button that you would wear. Yeah, Um, yeah. uh, Did you have any kind of uh, thing to it? Or it was, hey, you know, uh, Taylor Mason's online too. Um, What was your approach when you had that audition?
1: Um, So, you know, I think that auditioning for co-stars is like the hardest thing, honestly, because... you know, you, I know, you know, your job is to move along the story. Like, you know, even now on the show, you know, a lot of my things are like, we have a situation, like, I need to tell you who, you, who this is, I'm introducing the audience to this yeah. person, so they know what's going on kind of thing, um, w- which doesn't leave a lot of room for. for, for shining or being a character or anything. But I do think you always have to put, I'm not saying like, be like, <laughs> I have Taylor Mason online online two for you. Like, I mean, no, don't. But you need to be you in all of your auditions. And like, even, you know, one line can deliver like, hey, how are you? Like, can show who you are as a person. Like, you can do, you can say that a million different ways. You can read it a million different ways. And it's important to make those choices for yourself going in and definitely like have your buttons, like know where your eye lines is going to be, know what your ending is going to be to it. Think of a way like for you to stand out, you know, like, if you get a note, like, okay, can you do it faster? Can you do it, whatever? Like, take those notes, run with them. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think you have to like. It's a fine line that you have to walk of not being too over the top when you're doing a co-star audition, and and still being you, still being authentic to who you are, so that you shine through that line.
0: Yeah, it, it makes sense, and that's that's more of where I am now when I was taking that workshop, I remember uh, it still being in the, hey, I, I, I didn't, at that point I didn't really even realize uh, or I didn't know about co-star, guest star, kind of, the, the, types of uh, uh, the types of roles. And for me it was, hey, I'm acting. So if I'm acting, I'm a character, I'm this character. And then I played around with a bunch of stuff. The person that's coming in, I'm like, hmm. And just have in the back of my mind thinking that, okay, I'm attracted to that person and kind of play that angle. And see if it comes through. So you're saying the same line, but there's something and maybe people will notice that. And they're going to say, OK, I didn't think about it that way, but that's kind of cool. Right. The the other person basically, you know, just had uh, the phone, uh, you know, next to her ear all the time saying, yep, yep. OK, good. And whereas I was petrified by making that choice because my eyes would not be there. And I'm like, hey, you, you need to see my eyes. How can I be here? She disregarded it. She was just saying, hey, yeah, I'm here. And then she kind of, you know, took a break, looked up at you and went back. And that was really believable. So mm-hmm. it's very interesting to kind of watch different people work. And the, in that particular uh, workshop, the casting director said, hey, guys, nobody picked up the phone, right? You're, you're a secretary. Uh, you know, you're working in a computer. Somebody comes in. This is, this is something that happens uh, 1,500 times uh, in a month. So this right. is normal for you, Right. So you don't have to have a big reaction to anything unless there's something like, okay, and move on. So whatever it is, like, uh, you can make a choice, but it has to be based and grounded in reality of your profession, you're here, okay. Uh, yeah, totally. So it's, I think it's, that's
1: something that's, that's yeah. like, hard for actors to learn, too. I or I don't know if I'm just generalizing, like but, like, especially coming from a theater background, everyone wants to be, like, oh, I'm going, I need to show myself, I'm going in, you know, like, even if you're only going in for that one line. And I think that there's a time and a place for that. And maybe that place is in a workshop and not necessarily in an audition or whatever, because yeah, like, you know, you need to understand the the part of.
0: We're going to, we're going we're gonna, to, I'm not plugging this, but yes. I'm going uh, Michael Postoff, <laughs> uh, who, you know, teaches Audition Psych 101, and uh, I have his book, you know, he's talking about a lot of these things. And, uh, you know, he was mentioning that, just the, you know, be yourself, uh, understand that you're a co-star and play the profession. You know, I'm there, I'm a cop. I'm telling you, Hey, you know, this, uh, the accident mm-hmm. happened and whatever, um, you don't, it's not for you to kind of, uh, take the focus away. It's for you to move the story. along. Right. So exactly talks about a lot of that. So actors, if you want to, uh, read an excellent book, I'm going to make sure that it's linked below this uh, interview, but you know, I, I agree with you. It's, it's very difficult, especially at that co-star. We want to show ourselves, and yeah, we can't, not the point. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, all of these wonderful things that I've learned, I've learned after I've done any of my co-star auditions, which I haven't booked any of those co-star auditions, and maybe that's why, because I was trying to do you know too much instead of just uh you know move the story along um well you
1: know what each of those auditions were a learning experience and oh, you're still growing as an artist and that's
0: what's important for it's it's great either way because you get to you get to play right i didn't mm-hmm. get it but I, I didn't necessarily get into this as an actor because i want to book every audition i i want to play i want to explore i want to learn what it's like and you know the more you have a chance to do so the better you are um, yeah it's it's great that you went into the auditioning part because I was going to ask you how did that uh, whole thing happen on billion. So thank you for sharing that. Oh yeah, All I was right. reading
1: uh, your mind. I knew I knew it was coming.
0: No, it's it's. But you
1: know, I I will say I was um when I went to the first audition. The um, on Actors Access it was. Uh, titled the untitled an untitled Showtime series. So I assumed that I was going in for a pilot like for something new and yeah. it was like, you know, hit trendy office, whatever. And it wasn't until the first audition that they were like, oh, OK, so this is billions. I well, like blah, 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 whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah, great. Love the show. I had never seen it. Thank and um, so then I, I found out that I got like the callback audition and I binged the entire I, I just wanted to check it out. I was just going to watch, like, one or two episodes. I ended up watching the entire first season in, like, 24 hours. Yes. I was so addicted to it. I was like, oh, my God, this show is brilliant. I'm like, mm-hmm. first of all, why did I not watch it for so long? And mm-hmm. I was like, I need to get on this show. Like, I need this. Like, it just, like, really put a fire under my butt. I was like, I walked into that audition, like, this is mine. I want this. I need this. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I was so so, so inspired by the performances, and I won't give anything away, but that the scene that with Damien and Paul in the last episode of the first season, um, uh, that is is like some of the best acting I've ever seen on television. I was like, it's just, it's so good. It's so well written. It's so well acted. It's just a wonderful show. But that, you know, it changed my perspective going in for the callback after watching that.
0: But that's, that's a really good point, um, because the women on Billions are powerhouses. Um, mm-hmm. They are, you know, uh, Suits is another example, right? Suits is my, you know, third most favorite uh, TV drama. Um, they're powerhouses. They're incredible in the way that they hold themselves. They, the body language, the way that they're uh, just presenting uh, themselves, is, is uh, it has a very specific, uh, you know, feel to it. So I think that uh, helped you when you went into the uh, to the callback because, you know, naturally, Definitely. even if it wasn't a choice, I think naturally you would just uh, carry yourself differently.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like changed my audition outfit like to, right before because I was like, oh, this, you know, I was thinking like, if you say hip trendy office, I'm thinking like Williamsburg, hipster, yeah. like young office, cool, like, you know, like, no, that's not what I was going in for. And, you know, yeah. So I, it just like really was like, oh, this is what I'm doing and this is who I have to be. So
0: good. that was, yeah. So acting tip for everybody, make sure that you're doing research before you go anywhere and do yes. anything. Um, side note, I didn't have Showtime. Uh, <clears throat> I wasn't watching any of the Showtime series when I came across Billions. I specifically subscribed to Showtime just for Billions. It's worth it. Yeah. it's it, To me, it's worth it. And I, I actually was having a conversation with uh, with somebody else. I'm like, did you watch Billions? They're like, no, I don't have Showtime. I said, get Showtime. It's mm-hmm. worth it. Just for Billions alone, plus all the other awesome shows that they have. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's jump into other stuff that you were doing, because uh, um, you have, um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, Skandaga or Skandaga?
1: Skandaga, yeah.
0: Okay, the first time was good. Uh, tell yeah. me more about that. When is it? Uh, when is it coming out? Has something changed now?
1: Um, I think it was set. It was supposed to do the film festival circuit, um, like now, and um, I think everything's kind of on hold at the moment um, because they're hoping for someone to buy it. It was an indie film, and um, but really great. You know, I've seen the final product and it's just like this awesome old-fashioned horror film bunch of kids go to a lake house and terror ensues and um yeah I hope it gets to like make the rounds I would like everyone to see it it was a really great project to work on yeah but you know it's I mean right now obviously everyone's going through financial stuff and hardships and I think especially for these like smaller movies that don't have huge budgets behind them. A lot of things are up in the air, you know? And like, I did a short film too, right before this all happened, that was um, supposed to go to Cannes, and they're like, I don't know what's, you know, like. I get you. Everything's, all.
0: everything's all. Well, I, I, I'm not an industry insider at, at all, but, um... You know, judging by the people that I talk to, or the people that you know I take classes from, uh, things are going to start opening up uh, fairly soon, and then, you know things will change in the yeah. way it's done. And Canada will be different from U.S. in the way that they uh, handle stuff, but it it all will start kind of opening up. I, you know, me personally, I'm sitting on two projects that uh, we were supposed to be you know shoot, shooting a while ago. That uh, we haven't shot, you know, both uh, indies. So I'm looking forward to doing those once this whole thing kind of opens up. So what's next for you? Let's, you know, uh, knock on wood, everything is gonna, you know, reopen. What's uh, coming up? Uh, are you in on anything at the moment uh, aside from billions?
1: Um, no, that's a really great question. And I, um, I wish I had a, had a more definite answer, but I feel like everything is just kind of in limbo right now. I, so we finished seven episodes of billions and, yeah. um, we are set to come back and finish the next five as soon as everything is able yeah. to be up and running. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I would have been working on those five episodes and, yep. um, you know, I schedule for billions, like you said, you know, sometimes you'll see me in the, just like walking in the background or whatever, like doing like, I mean, or I'll say one line an episode, but like, I was probably there for six days of shooting for that, you know what I mean? For that, like it's, if we're in the office world, we're there, so Billions was the only thing that I had, you know, lined up for the next few months. Um, And now, yeah, now everything's kind of on hold. So I feel like I wasn't able to like, get, make any further plans, so.
0: Yeah. I, I changed my agent right before COVID. <laughs> so, um, I haven't had anything lined up. Uh, the, the new agent got me one audition, uh, right away and that everything went on hold. So hopefully once all of this, you know, uh, dissipates, we get to do more stuff. Um, yeah. But again, um, you know, billions. But that's like,
1: actually something yeah. that I'm, that like I was in the middle of too, is changing representation like right before this all started. And it just feels like such an icky time now to be going about that. And you don't, I don't know, you know, like some people are like, go for it. And other people are like, no, now it's not the right time. Like, you know, I don't know, everyone's going through their own thing. And I don't know, it's a very, uh, it's a it's a weird time.
0: I'm, I'm gonna give uh, my piece of unsolicited advice in terms of that. Which is you have to work with the agent that you feel most comfortable with, and uh, um, right now they have plenty of time to uh, to take a look at the other people and uh, to true. reevaluate their roster. So if there is a need for a change, and um, you know, uh, I think now is fine. Um, uh, I got signed with my new agent uh, who I like a lot. Thank you, Gil. Um, uh, I signed with them during COVID time. Uh, so wow. I- Ways with an agent that I really liked uh, at the beginning of the year because I was looking for a different fit, and then I had no agent, and then COVID started. I'm like, great! I love it. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I know it's stupid and poor me with people dying, but you know, from just the acting perspective, uh, yeah. I felt that void. And but I continued submitting. I continued talking to people, and uh, you know, Guild Talent um, um, said, "Yeah, let's uh, let's talk," and they signed me. So, um, well, now congrats we'll find yeah. out yeah yeah but anyway you hopefully you'll get to uh, hang out on the bullpen uh you know on billions very soon
1: i know i'm 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 hopeful i i'm cautiously optimistic you know that by like september yeah. or something we'll be we'll be we'll moving
0: out. yeah and new york is doing better uh right now knock on wood so hopefully things will start getting in and kind of, I mean, acting community is is somewhat of an enclosed environment anyway. You're on set, you're with the people, so hopefully there's a way to kind of figure things out there. We'll find out. Um, I want to talk to you about a few more things that are not necessarily acting specific, but I think they're interesting and they're a part of who you are, and I'm sure that also, uh, you know, kind of weaves itself into your acting world. Um, I saw a lot of pictures uh, from uh, uh, Cheer New York, how did you get uh, in? Uh, how did you get kind of started with that, and uh, what keeps you going?
1: Oh my gosh, this is like my favorite thing to talk about. Okay, um, great. um, so after the um, 2016 election, I was feeling, um, you yeah. know, very angry and sad, and wasn't, you know, I just had nowhere to put my feelings and I felt like I wasn't doing enough like in the community and I think it's you know it, it's hard in New York City it's a big place and it's it's difficult to be involved in in a lot of things if you don't have the money you know a lot of extra money to be spending like I wanted to be doing something more than like oh I donated 20 dollars to this I donated like I wanted to spend my time doing something for the greater community um, and I was a cheerleader in college and. Um, I found Cheer New York and they, um, basically Cheer New York is a nonprofit volunteer cheerleading team. They, um, we volunteer our time to perform and we get paid for our performances and then donate 100% of the proceeds to different LGBTQ charities. Um, we like partner with a different charity each year to give our, um, Donations to. Last year we raised thirty-five thousand oh. um, dollars. We worked, but this year working with Trinity Place Shelter, we worked with Immigration Equality, you know, um, a lot of different AIDS organizations, and so it just. First of all, I obviously I love performing. And so it's fun for me to have an outlet to perform. And as, you know, a college graduate, especially like you don't really have cheerleading opportunities after that. So you you usually assume like, go oh, your cheerleading career is over, but it's really special. We perform at like all these walks and um, all the parades in New York City and stuff. And, um, you know, some of these things that we perform at are, um, places that people, you know, one of our, one of my favorite events is the Walk for Hearing in New York City, and it's deaf people, and they have never, many of them have not played on sports teams where they've had cheerleaders cheering for them, and the gratitude from these adults that are like, oh my god, cheerleaders cheering for us, like, this is so special, and it just, then it, you know, it makes you feel like you're doing something good, oh, sorry, my mailbox just opened up, (laughs) <laughs> no
0: problem. Hopefully, that hopefully it's hopefully it's a message from somebody saying, "Hey, you got this big part."
1: Yeah, right. I don't now. I can't figure <laughs> out how to close it. Okay, sorry. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really wonderful. It's a wonderful outlet, you know, that allows me to give back and feel like I'm doing some good and raise some money for for causes that I believe in. And um, yeah. It's, it's been kind of sad. This is our pride season is our biggest um, Mm -hmm. season and we obviously haven't been able to do our normal things. So we've been doing some like virtual cheering and stuff, which isn't quite the same as in person cheering.
0: But that's great. Uh, I'm very happy that you're doing that. That's, uh, that's a great way to give back. Uh, and I appreciate the causes. We will link Cheer uh, New York uh, below the video. So please go there, uh, donate, you know, support uh, any of yes, these. Yes,
1: please. Yeah.
0: Um, few more questions. And I know I've taken a lot of your time already, but um, I know you're a Harry Potter fan. I know uh, you're a Schnoodle fan. So if we were to think of who from the Harry Potter world, Uh, which character would be best suited for a schnoodle?
1: For a schnoodle? Um, It would have to be, like, a Weasley twin, honestly, because they're so sweet and good-hearted, but also, like, mischievous and too smart for their own good, and they, like, know how to get away with their mischief because they're smarter than you like kind of thing yeah this ramona is um this this is mashed noodle and she's just a sweetest little girl but she also like is very smart and she knows she's smart and she'll tell you what she wants and if she doesn't get her way she'll let you know she's unhappy about it
0: yeah very cool that's a great answer um i was i was thinking myself of who i think would be a great fit and I think your answer is, is definitely better. I, who, would you,
1: who, would you, who would you think?
0: Uh, you know, the, the first thought was Hermione. Um, but I don't know. I mean, Hermione, um, you know, what I know and what I think I know about Hermione, she's going to be really busy. So will she want to actually have a dog to take care of uh, in addition to everything else that she's going to be doing? So I, I kind of started going that route, and then I thought, I don't know, you know, maybe Ron, uh, because Ron, you know, would need, uh, he wants friends and he wants somebody to love him. So I thought maybe yeah. Ron, uh, but I like your answer a lot more. So, um, yeah, uh, I, love you know,
1: I, I am a total Hermione. So I guess, I,
0: I, yeah, I thought there there's certainly some resemblance uh, there. So, um, yeah. Um, what's your favorite magic word?
1: my favorite magic word?
0: Magic spell, yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know if I have a favorite, but like, you know, Wingardium Leviosa is kind of like everyone's favorite go-to, I guess.
0: Perfect. Um, Okay, I I don't know what the magic uh, word would be for for ending this on a beautiful note and having all sorts of fireworks up in the sky. Uh, Maybe illuminate uh, or or something of that uh, perspective, but um, there's one question that I asked Lemos. the uh, most There you go. Uh, actually, hang on one second. Where is no, uh, my, uh, my wand is in my car. Uh, I, I, I went to Harry Potter world. Of course I bought a wand, uh, and I chose my wand and it chose me and I have it in my car. I don't remember why I have it in my car, but I have it in my car. So I was going to reach, <laughs> you know, under my, you know, mantle where it used to be, and you know, show it to you, but I'll have to just uh take a picture and put it on instagram of uh, my harry potter one um yeah uh, so the one question that i ask all of the actors is if you had a chance to speak to a young acting version of yourself what would be one piece of advice that you would give to them um i know you're very young uh, as is but when actually I'm, I'm just gonna leave it at that what would be a um uh, what would be a piece of advice coming from where you are right now to a younger version of yourself
1: um i would just tell myself um to believe in myself more and you know trust your own instincts mm-hmm. and and um that it's okay to struggle and it's okay to you know have to work hard for what you want and you know don't let that discourage you and yeah, I, I feel like that's that. you know, I talked a lot earlier about um, gaining a lot of confidence yeah. from being on the set of billions and stuff. And I wish that was, that was, that's something that I could have just been like, you know, oh, do like, duh, just, ha-, you know, be more you, be more confident, be more. But I think it's something that like um, learning that lesson and growing in that person is like part of what makes that so special and gives you that ability to have this perspective. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I wish I could tell myself all those things and hindsight is 2020. but at the same time, like the journey of getting to where I am now has made me who I am now. And I think that who I am now is going to take me to the next level in my career and the next level. like,
0: That's perfect. And again, um, who you are now and who I've seen you on billions is certainly good enough, is certainly at the level where you can continue and uh, you can go farther. Um, so congratulations on what you have achieved so far. Um, we wish you uh, the rest of 2020 to be better um, in certain Please. ways in the beginning and uh, to continue the you know beautiful thing that you started with uh, with Stuart. So uh, thank you. Thanks for uh, for coming on to the show. I really appreciate your time. Thanks for introducing us to your uh, to your snoodle. And um, hopefully we'll talk soon.
1: Yeah have a good day.
0: Thank you and thanks to everybody for watching The Love of Acting. Uh, Please take a look. We have lots of people that we've interviewed. We have lots of people who are coming up. Uh, Please like, subscribe, share and do your thing and we'll see you very soon. Thank you.